Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is your host, Brandon Allen. And last week, I got a little ticked off. I got a little fired up, wanted to talk about results and what it takes to get those results. But today, I want to talk about something that's a little bit more subtle with regards to getting the results in your business or in your world of work that you're looking for. And I think it really comes down to the fact that there's this perception, I think, for a lot of us that if I just do these really big things, then really big things will happen in my life. But the reality is, is that you don't have to do big things to get big results. And, and uh, a lot of my clients have heard me talk about this, but, and what I say is, you don't have to take a quantum leap to get quantum results. And what we want to see in our business and what we want to work towards is this, the little steps, the little things that we can do each and every day, those things that are absolutely within our grasp today that make these things possible, that then make those quantum leaps happen. And I think about this in my own life. This is certainly something that I've gotten caught up into, where I felt like I needed to really hit a home run in order to uh, get the, the level of success that I've wanted. But what I've realized over the last few years is that I don't need to do something grandiose or big, but it's just those little things and getting those little things right Every day. If I look at my business right now, I see probably 20 to 25 little things that I can fix and do and create that will make my business far better in the future than it is today. And I bet if you took us if you took stock in your business of those things, the same is true for you. And I think about this. I had the opportunity. I used to work for a company, and I still I still do consulting work for them today, uh, called Freedom Fast Track. And the founder and owner of Freedom Fast Track, Garrett Gunderson, wrote a book that was called Killing Sacred Cows. And one of the first things that I did was I helped this book to be a self published book to get uh, you know to get the manuscript done and 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 get that to the publisher and get that all taken care of. And so the first iteration of this was, you know, a, it was a self-published book. I mean, it was a decent effort. Um, it was a brown book. It was really dark looking. Um, the message was really serious and kind of in your face, punch you in the mouth type of a message. But I remember the founder sitting down one day and, and Garrett was just brilliant uh, at sharing his vision and, and coming up with ideas uh, and still is. And he said, I want to make this book a New York Times bestseller. And everyone in the room kind of looked at each other and I thought, what the hell do we know about making a book, a New York Times bestseller, let alone even getting it published by a serious publisher? We knew absolutely nothing. But here's the thing with small steps. Through a series of small steps, the first one, uh, Greg Blackburn, uh, who was working with us at the time, um, introduced us to another guy who knew of another guy, <laughs> which is kind of funny, who happened to be Michael Drew, the owner of Promotabook. And at the time, I think Michael, uh, I so I looked Michael up and I did some research, 
And at the time, Michael had 40 out of 40 books get on the New York Times bestseller list. So I gave Michael a call and I started talking with him about what that might look like. And look, these were all just little things. I We didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the knowledge. It seemed impossible, but it was just through a series of connections, talks, conversations that now allowed us to get in front of someone who could really help us with that. And the whole process was a series of little steps, little things that we did to win at some point in July, I believe, of 2008. The book uh, was on the New York Times bestseller list for two weeks. Um, I think we were number six in in advice um, or self-help slash advice or whatever that category was. I don't remember now. Um, and, And we were on the New York Times bestseller list. That was pretty awesome. But we didn't say, hey, today we're going to be a New York Times bestseller and tomorrow we need it to happen. It, this, this was a process. I mean, this took about a year um, for us to really get this complete. And, and that's the thing with success is that I, the tricky thing is, is we, we really fixate on hitting the home run. We want the home run to happen overnight. And part of the problem is, is in society, we see people who are successful and it's painted as if it's some you know overnight success or they just got that one break. And, and while some of that stuff is true, the reality is, is the person who got the one break is the person that you didn't see fail, fall on their face, cry, damn near quit before they got to that one place. And I, I, I remember uh, I took my kids, I have four girls, okay, so I took my daughters to see the Katy Perry movie, All of Me, um, so some of you can judge me right now for doing that, um, but... <laughs> But one of the things that I thought was really inspiring about that movie was the fact that you really see behind the scenes of what someone like Katy Perry went through to be successful. Now, you may have your opinions about her music and and is it good or is it not good, but the fact of the matter is is she's achieved a level of success that um, is, is on a pretty large scale. And so when I looked at that movie, I thought, here's a person who was told... This isn't going to work. You can't do it this way. This is how you need to be. And I mean, every single turn was someone in their face saying, you can't do it. You're not good enough. Your sound's not right. And, you know, did she get that one break? Absolutely. But not before about 30 or 40 crazy setbacks, problems, opposition, criticism, crying, all those different things happen before we got to that success. So don't lose heart with that. And, and the other part of this is, look, when you're playing big, when you're doing something big, you're going to have opposition. And the thing that keeps us in the game are small wins. And I got to look at my day today and I got to say, is my day better than it was yesterday? Have I accomplished more overall today than I have a week ago? And that answer is yes. And is that answer true for you? Are you continuing to do those small things to make your business better and to better your position in your business? And it and that's what it takes. But a lot of times a business owner will sit back and they won't do anything and they hope that things come to them. And I work with a lot of doctors and I think there are some doctors who just hope to God that people walk through the door. Well, guess what? People aren't going to walk through your door just on accident, right? It's got to be by design. That's the only way that that thing's going to happen. 
But here's the other paradigm, and here's the thing that you have to be careful of, because when we, the reason I think that we that we wait for home runs or we sit back and hope success happens, is is out of fear, and we use that as a cop out. We use the fact that oh, I don't see the home run, so if I don't see the home run, I'm not going to do anything. And and here's the thing in my coaching. I think sometimes it's really tricky because what a client realizes after three, four, five months of really working with me in depth is they have a high level, they have a higher level of success in their business. And I think it's, it's puzzling to them in some cases because they're like, how did this happen? And then we point out just the little things that they changed, the way they did their schedule, the way they looked at their financials, the way they talked to their employees, the way they game planned around what they were going to do and why. All of a sudden, just these little things that when I say them, it's like, well, no shit, I know that. But when, but we're not doing it, so we realize, okay, well, this person's going to help me put these things into place and make these happen. And when I do that, now good things happen for my business. And that's the thing. It's very subtle. Um, and I think sometimes where the relationship goes wrong in my coaching with a re- with a with a business owner is the business owner wants like the big reveal. Like if you've ever seen the movie Pre- The Prestige, if you haven't seen it, you've got to see it. It's got Christian Bale in it and Hugh Jackman, and they're these two magicians that that are, are are opposing each other, trying to outdo each other. And at the end of that movie, you see this big reveal, and you're like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Um, you see that. And I think sometimes in coaching, a client is looking for that magic trick. They just want you to pull back the curtain and say, damn, this is what's been hiding from you this whole time. And they look at it, and what they see are is fundamentals. It's fundamentals. And they're like, well, that's boring as shit. Fundamentals, that's what you've got for me? Fundamentals, right? But that's the thing, it's fundamentals. Fundamentals create success. It's not It's not some grandiose strategy or plan because the problem with that is, is we know people who plan as part of their procrastination, right? They do that because it's like, hey, my plan's not ready yet. My plan's not ready yet. What they're telling you is, is I'm scared to death and I'm using planning as a buffer for me playing in the game. I don't want to play in the game, so I'm going to plan the game. And I'm planning. I'm waiting for the big play. I'm waiting for the big play. got to wait for the big opportunity, the right opportunity, and that right opportunity never comes. You see them five years later, and they're still saying the same things. That's one of the things that I tell people when they've got a new idea, and they're like, and they can afford coaching. I say, get a coach, because you know what I'm going to make you do? I'm going to make you put this idea into play, and we're going to find out if it's a good idea or not. I don't know if it's a good idea or not, but we're going to find out. And I'm going to make you find out. I'm going to make you be that person that doesn't see those friends of yours five years later and have to tell them, oh, that big idea, I never did anything with it. Or I'm still working on it, still waiting for the right play, still waiting for the big opportunity. So we have to be careful with that. When we don't take the small steps and we wait for that big play, that's usually an indication that we're afraid, that we're procrastinating, and we're using that lack of a big idea or big plan as our cop-out for why we're not getting the results that we want in our life. So you have to be careful with that. And again, it's just those small things. I mean, what are those little things that you can do to win today? What are those little things that you can do to to make improvements? Take a look at your business, take a step back and say, what are the little things that need to be improved? What are the updates that I need to make on my website? What are the updates I need to make on my sales process? What are the emails that I send to my clients that I need to change? What are the ways that I approach a call that could be more structured? You know, there's all these things that I can look at 
that I can change. And I guarantee you, if you look at your business, uh, you will see those things too. And honestly, if you can't see those things, that's a blind spot. And I would ask yourself why you're unwilling to look at your business objectively. Because again, that could be a result of fear or procrastination from playing at a bigger level in your business and in your life. So take a look at that. Again, hopefully this is comforting to you. You don't have to hit home runs to be successful. You've got to just go in every day, those little wins, find the little wins, execute the little wins, do that today, do that tomorrow, do that the next day. I promise you, you keep doing that consistently, your business and your life will change dramatically as a result of that. And it will seem like you didn't do anything major to get the result. And that's the way we want to do it. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. If you've got questions, hit me up at newworkrevolution.com. I always like to hear from you and hear your questions. If you like this, share it. Uh, Share it on Facebook, Google+, while it's still here, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. Uh, Share it. Uh, Go into iTunes, subscribe, Uh, rate it, like it, comment about it. Uh, I welcome your feedback. So again, I want to thank you for listening to this week's New Work Revolution podcast. This is Brandon Allen, and I'm out. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.